0: Welcome to the Reimagine Teaching Podcast, a podcast for teachers, by teachers, about reimagining a better future for educators and students alike. Um, We are here with our first episode recorded during the school year. Yay! Yay. (laughs) I pre-recorded the first half of the season and then uh, realized that we are due for new episodes. Um, So we are here um, today. I have two guests. Three guests, if you count the dog. Yep. Um, <laughs> who is demanding attention. Um, I am here with Christina returning. Hi. Um, that's Freya. That's
1: my dog. She loves... Sh- Freya, love. we're not talking to you.
0: Oh, um, no, She's going outside. Me, she heard you. Fine. <laughs> just kidding. Um, right. And we are here with Kelsey, um, who is just about to end a brief stint in uh, being a long-term substitute. Hello. So, um, excited today to talk about um, perceptions of education and your experience, Kelsey, in the education world for a minute. We
1: talk a lot, so that's why we're giggling. Yeah. We know. We
0: already know. It's, yeah, been a treat. Um, so, that's what we have on the agenda today. Um, but to start, we always start what is something that's bringing you joy this week? Um, I know.
1: Oh.
0: I know. That's why we start with that. It's not always easy.
1: No, I can only hear out of one ear. (laughs) (laughs) My, uh, my joy. Okay, Uh, wedding anniversary on Thursday.
0: And you're doing something.
1: Uh, Yes, Uh, I think we're going to dinner.
0: I think we're gonna have dinner. Well, there's always the risk
1: of like you know, we're still sick. So, (laughs) but yes, that's a good thing.
0: Yes, four years. Yeah, which is fun. And then
1: this December is ten years together. Holy cow. I know. I've known you
0: guys a long time. I know.
2: It's a hot second. Mm -hmm.
0: The sun came out today. That's what brought me joy. Yay! The sun was out. We had a fire drill because the sun was out. So they, (laughs) whenever there's a warm day, they usually do fire drills. We do once a month. And so they're like, when's the warmest day. We haven't done one in October yet. Wednesday. So. Done. We got to stand outside for a minute. My coworker and I literally just stood outside and closed our eyes. Like just sitting there soaking it, up. yeah. And they're like, "Everyone can come back in." And we were like, "No, we're okay. Oh, nah, thank we're you." Yeah,
1: we're practicing.
0: Um, I guess for me, joy.
2: Getting to come home to my actual children, and playing <laughs> with them, and laughing and smiling, and that's that's brought me joy this
0: week. oh. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> <laughs> So, you are, this week, finishing up a long-term sub-job. Yep. I've been there for about eight weeks now. That went fast. Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's almost November. Wow. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Before you decided, and this is your first time subbing. Yes. And teaching of any kind. Or teaching. Working in a school. Well, I was a
2: lab TA in college, but very different from high schoolers. Yes.
0: Yeah, so you were a long term sub at a high school. What was the job that you were doing? <laughs> we're all like, what jobs? We know.
2: <laughs> yeah, plural. Okay, so I was considered overall big heading the 12th grade physics teacher. But uh, that also included, so I had uh, 12th grade physics, honors physics, business and the economy, forensic science, and honors
0: computer science. Naturally. But yeah. it was kind of five different classes to prep for. Yep. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Um, one of the things that's been interesting for Christine and I is hearing you and your husband as well just reflect on the reality that is the education world. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about. But I guess it starts with what was your perception before you started the job of what you would be doing? <laughs> Um, Stop giggling about well, it. Well, I, I don't
2: know. I had to go back and look at the email I received from the principal when asking to interview, and no, I was told all the subjects. And to <laughs> me, I was like, oh yeah, no, that's I took all those in college. I got this, and then yeah, very quickly realizing I didn't, I, I did not have it. <laughs> so kind of walking in on day one, with a couple textbooks on my desk and a note that said, good luck. Mm-mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do you, yeah, you had nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They like added me to the Google classrooms, but that gave me no information because everything left with the previous teacher, mm-hmm. and yeah, and just a couple books with notes saying here's the curriculum.
0: <laughs> so that was so yeah. And there I, was an expectation because you were hired. You started on day one, mm-hmm. but you were hired. Like, there was an expectation, there's a sub, so you're, there was an expectation that there was something already written. Right, like sub
1: plans, or some
0: something. Yeah, like, yep. I, yeah, I could look at the
2: previous teacher's, um, lesson plans. You know, something, I thought I'd have something. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I was kind of told, hey, here, here it is. Good luck, you have free reign, make it what you want.
0: Which is not the job of a long-term sub. No. no.
1: <laughs> when you had, like, I think 12th grade meetings, like department meetings or something, and how how helpful or not
2: <laughs>
1: were those in
2: terms of, like, throwing you in? I feel like most of the time everybody else at the school forgot I was a sub and that I had no background in education and that I haven't been teaching for the last 20 years. <laughs> so unless I directly asked very specific questions. I was just kind of talked to as though I was one of them. So I was kind of lost a lot.
1: I would say which is it's it's nice they're so inclusive. However.
2: Yeah, no, no. They, they didn't give you any support. Yeah, to... the inclusiveness was wonderful, but but yeah, nobody ever thought, "Hey, maybe she doesn't know. Let's explain this." So it's like I just had to ask questions and hope I understood as we
0: went along. while you were teaching because you like you I think you said like you walked in and they gave you like one day of training and you were really hoping for two and they were like sorry we need you in the room and so you like had to show up and be like I still don't know what I'm teaching well and I wouldn't even say so okay yeah day day one I got to sit in the principal's office
2: and I was supposed to be setting up like the google classrooms and all of that but I didn't The laptop they gave me didn't work so i didn't have that for half a day so everything i had to do was on the laptop it sure is and i didn't have it so i was basically twiddling my thumbs for half a day and kind of glancing through a teacher's physics book and mind you i've never looked at a teacher's version of a textbook and nobody told me showed me how to use it what like all the cool stuff that's in it that helps you and (laughs) i just kind of sat there very overwhelmed until i received my laptop and then still very overwhelmed yes <laughs> and yeah and then day two I was yeah hoping to be like figuring my crap out for another day and like they told me I could but with very strong undertones of please be in the classroom with the students mm-hmm. yeah so I, I went I went with the students
1: <laughs> So how did you approach that like because I if I remember it right, you were really honest with your students
2: Oh yeah oh yeah I walked in there and I was like, all right guys, I'm a sub. <laughs> This is my first time subbing. I'm here with you until they hire a new teacher. All right, let's try and do this. (laughs) (laughs) We're all in this. Right, and and it was high school. So how how did that go? Like, overall, I think, considering my lack of background and experience and, like, I'm not an expert in anything I was teaching, I feel like it went pretty okay. Some students are like, oh, you were great. Others were like, I'm so glad to have an actual teacher coming into this room. So, I had a very wide spectrum of responses. Of, Which is very Yeah, of how the last, you know, eight weeks have
0: gone. <laughs> what were some of the really good things I came... Like, what did you really enjoy about it? Or some of the things you really enjoyed about it?
2: Um, I think
0: my favorite thing was just the students.
2: Like, the getting... Students opening up to me and getting to know them and coming in and like they're excited to show me pictures of their dog and (laughs) their hobbies. And like I've had conversations about D&D with kids and building my computer and fantasy football (laughs) and just really getting to connect with the students. That's been like my favorite thing when they can come in the room and be like, hey, Miss T, I'm having a bad day. Let's talk about it. Or, hey, yes. this really cool thing happened over the weekend. I want to tell you about it. Yeah. And so it's yeah the relationships with the students has been my favorite. Did that surprise you at all? A little bit. Because like some of them, it was just on day one, they're like, okay, you're cool. Let's be friends. <laughs> and to me, I'm like, you, you don't know me, but okay. <laughs> and so it, yeah, it kind of surprised me at how quickly some of them opened up and were just like, all right, we're friends now. And then kind of, I guess, the difficulties of building relationships with some of them over this whole time. Like literally last week, I feel like some of them just started to open up and trust me. And I'm like, well, well, that was nice. But now
0: I'm leaving. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's hard. I mean, we our department is rare in that we get to see kids year after year. And so there's some teachers I have who are like, I don't know, I just can't get through to that kid. And I'm like, I've had them for three years. And I also cannot. Like, there are really some kids that just take forever. And at a high school level, they don't have the opportunity, usually, to see the same teachers year after year. But, yeah, for some students, we have freshmen like that. They walked in and they were like, hi, here's my name. Here's all my deep, dark secrets. And I was like, whoa, I'm okay. (laughs) Thank you. I have preschoolers, so... Uh, every I mean
1: everyone's your friend and your enemy all at once all, all the time at the same time um, And you want to hug and sneeze on everyone. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah There are kids who are slower to warm up though, but luckily like the program I'm in oft, Well a lot of times we'll see them for just the year, but sometimes we do get a little extra. Yeah, so that's nice
0: Yeah, what were some of the? Uh, most challenging parts Dealing
2: with an entire classroom of students who don't want to listen to you. (laughs) Like it's basically like like they used the word unionized with me today. And I'm like, that is pretty much exactly what you guys did. When I came in here, it was like, all right, it's us versus you. (laughs) And it's been like that all year. And I feel like it's gotten a little bit better, but yeah, definitely the how to handle a misbehaving student, um, just an entire misbehaving class. Because you can't just, like, sit there and yell at them. You can't... Y- no. It's... You got to have a level of professionalism to it, <laughs>
1: so... Although there was one time is uh, when you did find your voice that everyone was very proud
2: of you for. Oh, well, that wasn't even with that... My, my unruly class. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, there was my first time having to yell at a class. And that was, that was a different eye-opening experience for me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, and as far as, like, managing... I, the only thing that i have found that really helps when the whole class is against you is to split them up but if you don't know who in your building you can ask to help you then how do you do that like i co teach so like mm-hmm. t- literally today my co teacher was like if this one kid is gone everyone does their work and i was like all right cool i'll take him so i had two kids They worked really well, and then the rest of the class worked really well because those two were gone. But you don't, if you don't know, and I've had to do that before. I've called the instructional coach and been like, I cannot get them to write. Can you please take a group, divide and conquer, and, like, they won't be so silly if they're in separate spaces. But if you're, like, new in a building, you don't know who to ask, like, Mm -hmm. hey, we need three-day, you know, a three-day lab where they're split up. They can actually do something and then they can come back together and be less unionized. But if you don't know who to talk to... Yeah,
2: well, luckily, after about a week of these kids running the, the class, one of my older students happened to drop by and was like, oh, no, this ain't cool. And she went and got the dean and brought him in. And as soon as he walked in, the whole class was like, oh, oh, okay, we, we can't act like this. <laughs> And so that was kind of the turning point was that, and then, like, the next class period, like, I started threatening, well, they have this thing called solo forms, basically, like, behavioral forms that if you're, you know, not acting well, you get in trouble. And so I I threatened those for the first time, and they were all like, oh, man, she's serious. (laughs) Like, what? And I still have issues with them, but they're a little easier to get a whole
0: grasp of now, (laughs) Well, I was wondering, because one of the things that we talk, I've talked on the podcast a lot about is teacher um, like preparation. So like college preparation prep programs, which I know you didn't do, but also just first year teacher or sub prep. So I guess I'm curious, like what, if any, like for your onboarding, did they talk about specifically like here's our discipline behavior information, here's our grading information, or was it like. As you realized you needed to know about it, you had to ask. So substitute training was like four hours on a
2: weekday that basically just hit on, "Hey, here's the system we use that you can request positions, and here's where you go to check to make sure your hours are correct." Oh, and that's that's the
0: district training. Yep.
2: Okay. Yep. And that was that was what we were given. And then going into this position, yeah, I was given the day in the principal's office with very little information and resources and a no laptop yeah, no, no laptop and then basically it was just figure it out as you go and if you have a question ask but boy you like it yeah I, I had to ask students questions <laughs> I had to ask teachers questions it was kind of a trial and error like literally kids would walk in and like so how does your other teacher do this <laughs> like when you're in psychology what do they do
1: well, we so, were even like, obviously, Brittany, you know, you teach at the secondary level too. So that was really helpful. But we called your brother who went to that school. Yeah. Because you asked about yeah.
0: grading and like different stuff. Yeah. Because we sat down and you would ask for help with lesson planning. So we sat down and then you told me because it's a charter school. They have a they do standards based grading. And I was like, I have no idea. So, yeah, we ended up calling my brother because he graduated from that school so that we had some information. But that was you had already been at the building for three days. At least, I think it was like oh, it like a couple weeks in.
2: Yeah, it was like a week or two. Yeah, in. yeah. at that point, because I, I was just like, I I am so no. Loved. It was that first weekend.
0: I oh, gave yeah, activities. Activities. So I've been there for
2: three days. Yes. Yeah, I've been at school for three days, and then I, I was looking at actually having to teach because right. all of, like my fun activities <laughs> were over. Right. Right. And I was like, okay, you guys actually have to learn something now. Yeah. How do fun. I teach? Like how <laughs> how do I even
0: look at this teacher's book? How do I yeah, lesson plan? Right, like because right. that information, I feel like, because when I my first year teaching. We had new teacher orientation, but that same information they gave us could be handed to a sub to say, here's where you go to take attendance, here's how you print things, here's our behavior system, call this number, write them up in this thing, you know, do this. And like, we were handed that as new teachers, but then that also could be handed to anybody who walked in the building. Here's our general building policies. Yeah. So that, you know, people know as soon as you walk in, it's all written out. And I... I just can't fathom how schools don't have that. Well, and, like, they Mm -hmm. talk about, like, they talk about the
1: sub shortage. There's not enough subs. There's never enough subs. They talk about how many subs they hired this year. But then if you give them nothing.
0: Right. Then your subs will not stay. Like, welcome to our building. Here's our, you know, rules about bathroom passes and referrals. That would be nice to know.
2: No, that would have been solid. Like, I was (laughs) was kind of, like, handed things slowly. Like, when I started, I didn't have access to all of the things on the computer I needed. Of course. So I was going to the office every morning and asking for the actual, like, paper attendance sheets. Oh, my gosh. So eventually, the head secretary looked at me and was like, oh, you'll have, like, we're going to get you access to Infinite Campus and I'm like, oh, so is that where you take attendance? Right. And she's right. like, Yeah, that's where you do attendance, your grading, all of it. And I'm like, interesting, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and then like I just received a random like email from the IT guy and was like, Hey, I set you up an account on this app and this is where like the kids go to request passes to go to the bathroom or to go to another teacher or whatever. And I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, and like in terms of like the plans for your actual classes, like the position opened up. Like, the week before school.
1: Two days before two school Two days started. before school, because the teacher got shafted. Yes. And was told, here's your extra subjects you're teaching by the students. Yes. And then she found... So, I mean, listen, more power to her. Uh, but, yeah, like Brittany is saying, like, the actual just how the school works. Like, that should be a thing that you should have. Like and should at our level,
0: we have subfolders. <laughs> right. Like, like you well, shouldn't have had... Like, and, he, but when I think well, about it, my subfolder... Doesn't have building level stuff in it. Oh. I assumed that was coming from someone else. My sub folder says, "What if you're subbing for me? What your job right. is for my for me?" Ah, not this. Yeah, but I don't have a whole page about all the, the websites and the bell schedule the and stuff. Yeah, because I would assume that comes from a building level. Somebody. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, our sub. So when when you walk in as a sub, a daily sub, a long term sub, whatever. Like when I walked in, I was handed a folder, said sub folder. And inside, it had um, the extensions and all the teachers' names, you know, okay. just in case you needed to call them. It did have the bell schedule. Um, it had any lesson plans, if that teacher left you lesson plans. Which, it was the second day. and so, Yeah, no. which, no, no, not, no. There was no lesson plan. <laughs> not, none of that for me. But the standard, the standard sub will have lesson plans from the teacher. And then there was a note in there about... The Hull Pass thing, mm, but okay. I didn't have access to that yet. Right. And I believe that was it. Well, then my folder also had, like, a four-page letter from the previous teacher saying, hey, here are, the like, the super basics of what I did. Good luck. hmm And that was what I was given. So...
1: Where, and you... There was some classes you've co-taught, I think, right? With a special ed teacher or something? No, she had a...
2: Yeah, a para... Well, yeah, so, oh. yeah, I do have a, um, yeah, I do have a special ed teacher in okay. one of my physics classes, okay. but he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't teach it. He just kind of, right. like, helps students as they need it because we right. do have a handful of um, special needs students mm-hmm. in that class. So he'll kind of walk around and help help as needed, and then if mm-hmm. I'm, like, standing up there struggling, he'll help because like he's been in that classroom for nine years now I believe so okay. he so he could be the teacher right he just isn't
1: so. yeah and did you were there other long? I don't even know were there other long-term subs in the building or did was there anyone else you interacted with or like like or your sub
2: like HR person or something you could ask stuff of or uh I'm wondering. no oh, I'm sure but I didn't like well there were there were no other long-term subs in the building And a lot of the other teachers didn't quite understand, like, the long-term sub thing. So they're like, oh, well, we'll help you where we can, but you are a sub and we don't fully understand that.
1: Yeah.
2: But being a long-term sub at the school, it was basically just assumed you have all the responsibilities and everything of a standard teacher. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: You're just not an actual standard teacher.
0: And the school you're at is a really small school. So you're yes. like the only that's person true. teaching those subjects. Yes. So that's there also true. weren't people to talk. I mean, at our building at least, like you would have other, hopefully, would have other people teaching the same classes as you. But you said all the responsibility and expectations of a classroom teacher, mm-hmm. but with less training mm-hmm. and less information up front. Because at least as a first year teacher, I knew I would need to take attendance, so I need to ask someone how to take attendance. I need, I mean, there's, like, a chart. And you
1: had student taught.
0: And I had student so there taught. there was, like, a, you had a little, And there was, like a, a, there's like, a chart we were handed in college that was, like, here's everything that you should have figured out before the first day of school. Like, how are you going to do procedures for all of these things? Sometimes that's decided by your school. Sometimes you get to decide. Oh, the only helpful thing your college taught you. <laughs> yeah, right. But, like, so I knew going into my first year, like, I got to at least make some decisions or find out information about these things. You didn't have any of that because you didn't do a teacher preparation program. And you're nope, a sub, so no And benefits. you're a sub. And then on top of that, you're, yes, as I was going to say, all the expectations of a teacher, you don't get paid like a teacher. No. Nope. You don't get benefits like a teacher. Nope. <laughs> you know, you don't have a union like the teachers do. No. Nope. Or protection in that way. Mm-hmm. I know you had an issue with a student. And you did have academic yes. dishonesty. Yep, and it's like where, how are you one? How are you supposed to know the lack of communication? Right. And two, who do you like? I would go to my union rep and be like, "Yo, here's what happened. <laughs> I didn't realize that was an issue." But like, you can don't have anybody to go to. Mm-hmm. No, basically, when I have questions, I e- either go to
2: a fellow teacher if they don't know. Then I'm going to the dean, the principal, or the vice principal, depending on what the issue is. Right. So, yeah, like uh, the case of academic dishonesty, yeah, I asked uh, my co-teacher about it, and he was like, oh, yeah, no, that's that's bad. (laughs) And so I went straight to the principal after that, and the principal then sent me to the dean, and then I guess the dean resolved it. And how, and since you did
1: say that, so those are the people you went to for help, how, how responsive were they? Like how,
2: what was, were they helpful? Principal slightly. It was like, you could tell he was way busy with other things. He's the principal. He's got a lot of responsibilities. So it was kind of a, hey, go talk to the dean. That's his issue. It's a standard principal. And, but, (laughs) but then like he had a, and the principal was nice to me about it. A nice gentle reminder of, hey, uh, please don't do that again. (laughs) And it's like, Same. I didn't know. I, I, I Like, I apologized to him yeah. multiple times that, like, hey, I didn't know. I should have asked. I shouldn't have just assumed. And he was real cool about it. But the dean was very responsive. Okay. And, like, we have, we have a really good dean at our school. And he's been on top of everything every time I've contacted him.
1: Okay. That's good. So that's yeah.
2: been very helpful.
1: And you had said, like, because, like we said, the small charter school, you said... I think that you liked the culture of the school.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, it reminded me of when, so I, when I went to high school, I was in a very small school, very small town. And it kind of reminds me of that. And I really liked that experience. And so it like, you know, gives me the warm fuzzies inside. (laughs) (laughs) So I I do like the culture and the smallness and the closeness of everybody.
0: One of our long-term subs, um, we have a couple in our building right now. And one of them, same situation, she didn't go to school to be a teacher. um, And we don't have an end date for her um, subposition. And she's been having issues with students and, like, did what she thought she was supposed to do and has been contacting home and nothing's happening. So then she ended up emailing a group of people, including the counselors and the deans, and was like, can we just change these students' schedules? There's two students in this class. Having an issue. Can we change their schedules so they're not in the class together? And she copied, I mean, she sent it to everybody. So it was to the parents, the counselors, the dean. And then the dean was like, oh, this is the first time I'm hearing of this. Like, I think she literally said, hold your horses or something like that in an email and was like, you know, let's talk about this. And the the sub was really frustrated and came to me about it because she's like, what was I supposed to do? And I was like, I guess the dean wanted to be copied on, like, wanted to be notified every time you called home. But also uh, we guess. have how many kids in the right, building? I, was saying, like, I don't
1: know how that's like.
0: Right. Yeah. And so, but it was a very, I was like, you know, she's like, I've been struggling for six weeks. Right. And I was like, and has anyone ever come and asked you, like, how are you doing? She's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, I don't, how can admin just be like, hey eh, you don't have a teaching license. Good luck. Right. And not, especially stuff like behavior. Yeah. Or, I mean, for her curriculum is a little easier because she has a whole department, but like. Hey, are things still going okay? Do you need anything? Again, we have I mean you went you're studying at a smaller school. I'm at one of the larger high schools. So we have our principal, we have three assistant principals, we have four deans. So how do you know who to talk to? She's like I didn't even know who the dean was for these kids. Right. Mm. Um and it's intimidating. And it's intimidating, you know. Because are well, like, like, I don't
2: even work here.
0: Right. I kind of do. Even the and little admin team. show up here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so she's had a lot of frustration. And just that realization of like, yeah, nobody told her like, hey, if we're having an issue with students, here's kind of the thing to do. I would honestly talk to, usually I talk to the dean before I call home because calling home never works for my students anyway. Well, you know. Um, you know, she's like, yeah, the dean was like, you need to be, you know, something about, you know, well, I didn't know. And I was like. Start writing them up every day. And she's like, seriously, I, the, the sub was like, I have to write them up every day. And I was like, if that's what the he's asking for, I guess that's what you do. But that's an absurd expectation. And right. how would you know that that's what's expected of you? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so she, yeah, she's been really struggling with the behavior stuff and just not knowing how to, I mean, she's trying to handle it like somebody's big sister she's like okay yeah. guys let's just like talk it out and be cool and like, no you are their teacher but she right. doesn't have classroom management because she didn't learn right. anything yet
2: right Well, they give you a in our four-hour <laughs> training for subs they do give you a little baby chunk of if you're having classroom conflict here's what you do and it's literally like the talk it out like you're the big sister that's basically what the school district tells you to do oh my gosh like I mean, there's, there's, I mean,
0: there's,
1: there's times for that. Yeah. But especially with you guys who are working with high schoolers, there's, there's times not for that
0: at right. all. <laughs> no.
1: Because these are big people who are bigger than you a lot of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. And can yeah. get right in your face. And it's like, no, nah, that's not the time for that. <laughs> that's a, that's a safety thing. And, <laughs> and just, yeah.
0: I don't know, teenagers are hormonal messes. I would never They're, be like, right? you seem upset with each other. Why don't you talk it out? I almost always, I'm like, opposite corners. Yes. oh yeah. Separate. We'll come back to this later. <laughs> like...
2: Yep, yeah, yep. Like, nope, take a break. Yeah. No, I... W- my understanding of, like, all of this was listening to you, Brittany, talk about your classroom and stuff, and you were always, like, I, I just, in my head, I remembered, and I talked, called the dean, and I talked to the dean, and I'm like, the dean, the dean. <laughs> the dean is the man. They're so that's, like, like literally, like, in my sub-interview, it was asked, the, que- the one of my questions was, in the case of a, uh like an issue in the classroom what do you do and i was like the dean, <laughs> I called the dean, and the lady was like, "That's great, perfect, done." And I'm like, "Awesome!" I was like, "I have friends I at the school district I did it. and I know of the deans." I did. <laughs> like, They're magic people. Literally, that was where, where all this <laughs> started. So every time I had an issue with kids, I was calling the dean. Perfect. I'm like, "This is what my friends told me to do." Yep, I and call we,
1: the dean. Man, you <laughs> we were right.
2: <laughs> like, I listened to you guys.
1: Oh <laughs> you listened to uh, Brittany oversharing for the last. James well, and the man, Magic Dean.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but it's true. I mean, there is... That is their job mm-hmm. to, you know, manage behavior. And they're supposed to be the ones building relationships with students and... Right. And navigating that. And sometimes they do better than yeah. other times. And but, the beginning
1: of the hard as well because... Yeah. There's so much and they don't yeah. know them all as well. And uh, yeah.
0: But I think, I mean... Like I was like, there, I think there's always a point in the classroom where somebody needs a break. Yeah. And so there's been times where I'm like, you have to go to the dean's office. And they're like, why wow, I wasn't doing anything. And I'm like, you weren't doing anything awful, but like, I'm going to lose it. So, and I can't leave because I'm a teacher. And I said that to kids before. Like, <laughs> I'm not allowed to leave. So I'm going to need you to go.
1: <laughs> so as, as we previously alluded, uh, you are not going to be a long-term sub for much longer. Um, no, this like, is my last week. Yeah, it was like three more days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so what? You have been looking for other jobs, but like you, you kind of had that inner torment of like, do I leave? Do I go? Like, what was the kind of the thought process with
2: like, deciding to stop being? Asleep? Oh goodness, yeah. That th- this was this was hard for me. So I guess a, qu- a quick background on me: I had a baby. I left the career I was in. Spent six months looking for a new job. Applied to fifty different jobs. Everybody was like, eh, thanks, but no thanks.
0: Or they wanted to hire you for something way under yeah. your... Yes, yeah, I... or
2: they wanted to underpay me, and yeah, it was just, I was like, jobs. no, not cool. So, I, last resort was being a sub.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's where I wound up. And then, yeah, what, five weeks or so into it? I got a call from one of those jobs that I applied to, and they were like, hey, we really wanna interview you again. We thought you were a good fit for this. Like, let's go again. And so I was like, okay, why not? Just for, you know, kicks and giggles, like why not? So I did it and they offered it to me. And at that point I didn't know what to do because I was really enjoying teaching. And so I went to the school district, I asked about becoming a teacher, uh, what I would have to do for that because I, In Wisconsin, you can skip a lot of steps and hassles Mm -hmm. and stuff by having a degree in an area of need. So I talked with somebody about it and what my options were and all that. And just currently in my life doesn't make sense with two small children and all of the hours I'm currently spending teaching. Like going back to school on top of all of that just is no can do right now. So that was rather upsetting for me because... I was really starting to like what I was doing and I enjoyed uh, the relationships I was building with the teachers, the students, Um, and I was actually starting to kind of learn the material I was teaching. So that was (laughs) exciting. And so that that was really hard, really, really hard. Like, my husband and I had lots of conversations about what, like, what do I do? What does this look like? And ultimately decided that all of... The extra, like, even if I could fit school on top of everything, once I'm done with school, I have the certification, I'm a teacher now, I still have a crap ton of hours that I have to spend grading and lesson mm-hmm. planning and answering emails and doing all the stuff outside of school that just work-life balance has really sucked for me the last eight weeks. So my family has not seen much of me, <laughs> so, so that was, yeah, that was kind of our decision and it was very difficult for me to make that decision because I, you know, kind of had the guilt of, I'm, um, you know, I'm giving up on the students and like, what if whoever they get after me is worse? And like, they, don't, they get somebody who doesn't care, doesn't care about them, doesn't care about their education. Like there was, there was a lot and it's like, well, I can't, you know, I can't put that on my shoulders. That's not,
0: my no. responsibility. Yeah. And that's what <laughs> we said when you were like, why worry about the students? And we were like, don't do it. It's a trap.
1: Yeah, don't. If you start worrying about the students, that's, that's how they get you.
0: That's how they yeah, get you. Yeah, well, that's how they got here. me.
2: Yeah, I wasn't even supposed to be there this
0: week. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I'm that, here. Yeah, you
2: worked an extra week. <laughs> yep, I'm, I'm working an extra week for them because I felt bad. We're just too Nice. And, you know, <laughs> oh, the, kids, yeah. the kids were the ones who kind of guilted me. Well, you know. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were so upset when they found out I was leaving. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, I think you had said there was even, like, kids or class that you were like, oh, you're
2: upset? I oh, thought, yeah. I thought you, like, hated me. Yeah, like, my, my my problem class we've referenced a few times here. Yeah, there was a bunch of them in that class who are like, yo, I'm just not coming to this class anymore if you're not the teacher. Like, what the heck? And I'm like, you like what? me? I thought you didn't like me. What? They're,
1: they're very complicated creatures. Oh,
2: you know, they are. They're very. And then, like. Yeah, a bunch of students today were super excited when they saw me. Like, they walked in the room and were like, Miss T, what what the heck? You're back?
0: Are you, are you here to stay? Oh. I'm like, no, Aww. guys, sorry. It's no, just another No, they needed
1: week. a warm body.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty well, here, yeah. And I know that When you stuff. guys, well, you also talked about the, um, yeah, like, even though you could skip steps into actually becoming a licensed teacher, you still would have to go back to school. So there's yes. the cost and the yes. time of going back to school mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. top of teaching um, until you have your teaching license, you're on a letter, um, yeah. of appointment, which means they don't have to rehire you. Yeah. You have to get eight. like rehired yeah. every year. Yeah. You don't have a, a, you, yeah, you have to get rehired every year. So you could do all this work and then not get hired by the district anyways, in theory. <laughs> yeah. in theory. And I mean, we are doing budget cuts and all that. So yeah. there is that mm-hmm. like fear of like, and education just keeps going downhill. Like, I don't know. I'm like, you know, the time and commitment to, like, okay, I'm going to get my teaching license only to, like, not have a job at the end of it would be silly. Like, that would be so frustrating, yeah, too. Yes.
1: And like you said, you're already, like... Because we often, like, hang out online and, like, at in the evenings and stuff. And you're, like, awake working until, like, at least 9, which for you is, like, insane. Yeah. <laughs> you're usually, like, 8 o'clock. Well, like you're, your husband had yeah.
0: said, he was, like, yeah, she's been, like, grading every night. Any,
1: any waking yeah. moment. And
0: I think... I think this assumption that like if teachers are working outside of contract hours it's because they want to. <laughs> no, definitely like, not. Like like if I'm working yeah, right. from, if I'm working when I go home, it's just because I'm an overachiever because, you because I want to. to. And yeah. No, it doesn't get done. Right. Yeah, no, it'd be
2: one thing if I was going home and, you know, looking for all these fun YouTube videos and activities right. in addition to everything else I had because I just want extra crap. But no, it's like literally I'm going home, I'm answering student emails, I'm updating grades, I am getting everything set for the next day because I don't have enough time during the school day, especially when my prep hours keep getting taken away from meetings. Mm -hmm. We're required to be at school, so school gets out at like 2.25, something like that. And we're required to be there till three. And it's like, okay, awesome. You got all that extra time without the kids to do grading and prepping and whatever. But then they put meetings in those times. Yeah. And then, yeah, so you're just so full of meetings. And then there's even more meetings. Like there's Tuesday meetings after school, Friday meetings after school. Every Tuesday, my prep hour is taken away from me for a meeting. Every Wednesday, my every other Wednesday my prep hours taken away for a meeting and it's like what the crap guys <laughs> yeah. when you said you were trying to get to school
1: early to do stuff and, oh yeah I show up yeah yeah I
2: show up an hour before then. school starts and I'm there an hour after school is over mm-hmm. and I still spend four to five hours at home every day mm-hmm. grading and answering emails yep. yeah yeah
1: well, and Britt, you had said like that's like a first-year teacher like that like every first-year teacher is kind of in that boat yeah. as well yeah. and you had said like and it doesn't really get better for like years so like now that you've been doing this for years like how does that compare to like how long did it take to get to the point where you're like okay i'm not working Ugh. every waking minute well just most of them
0: yeah yeah so this is my eighth year teaching and i but i think it took four or five years for me to finally be able to just do work at work but that's, even even when I say that, I also go in early. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. And stay late if I need to by half an hour to an hour.
1: And you, I was um, saying your preps are always taken up by students.
0: And I never get a prep. I mean, and that's something, my, we've been talking to our um, supervisor about that. Because she's like, we keep asking for extra time. And she's like, well, stop giving up your preps. And I'm like, I'm the only bilingual person, not even bilingual. I'm the only person who knows Spanish and Algebra 2 yeah. in the building. Yep. It's just me. So what would you like me to, like, What what's the, what do I do? In, yeah. What do you want me to do? What? Yeah. Right. The students need help with Algebra 2 and Spanish, and I'm the only person. Yeah. So, yeah, it took a couple years. And it's hard because, for one, every time you think you got it, they change a curriculum. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, here's your new book. And you're like, but I already, all right, fine. Um, And it takes a couple years to, like, it takes time to figure out what works for you mm-hmm. so you know all the organization systems I did a paper planner I did oh, a virtual planner you've done every I did time. all of that and now I finally like have and then and the building systems are different so at our building we have to do a weekly slide with the lesson plan for the week like every day's lesson on it roughly well if that's an expectation that I have to do I better make it work for me So I do that and then for the week is on one slide and then I do daily slides. And so my lesson plans are just done in slides and then I can show them on the board, whatever. But it's taken me eight years to figure out that that's what's going to work for me. And if I went back to elementary, I can't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what's hard, too, is just things change so much. So even as a year eight teacher, I finally feel like I understand the math content that I'm teaching. But the math teachers change their notes a little bit every year. So I am constantly translating, and I'm constantly learning new ways to teach it. So I'm constantly translating and accommodating stuff. I have a new ESL book this year. So that's all new to me. And <laughs> I have to do all new lesson plans. And then we are expected this year to do interventions. And those materials, we were told to have fun with it, but meet students wherever they are. So all of the intervention stuff that I'm doing this year, I have to make from scratch.
1: With for every language level, too. Yes. Because you have groups that yes. are of oh, mixed, like, you know, so, new color yeah, to So my intervention
0: group is split into four smaller groups. So essentially, I'm planning for four small groups for three days a week. And so that's been the biggest burden on my planning this year. Because, like, to make something meaningful takes time. Mm-hmm. I could just do a YouTube video and write responses to it but that's not gonna mean anything for the students. I same for my ESL class. We could just do the curriculum as written and push through it. And like, I wouldn't have to do any work or prep, but that wouldn't be meaningful for my students. I would get through the whole book and they get credit, but instead like they wanna talk about college readiness stuff. So we're doing a lot of career prep and college readiness and how to write a college essay. They wanna talk about Oh, one kid said he really struggles with vocabulary, so we're doing, gonna start doing the Merriam Webster word of the day. So I have to, like, look at that at a time. And so there's a part of it that, like, because school is always changing, there's always new, every year is different for me. And there's another part of, like, I'm never content doing the same thing over and over again. And <laughs> wanna do, I want it to be useful to my students. Mm-hmm. And so if you have new students every year, you have to make it new every year. But I do. I finally. I think I have a good workflow this year. But it changes every year because it depends on what classes I'm teaching, right. what physical space Plus, I'm in. Your
1: life changed a lot,
0: and my life changed when a lot. We're
1: trying to not bring so much work home
0: because right. we have a child. Well, no, and now it's opposite. Now I was like I would go in early and stay late so that work stayed at work and home yeah. was home. But now I try to leave right away because my husband's home with the baby all day, yeah. and I don't want him so. I will bring stuff home and do it yeah. after she goes to sleep or I wake up really early and do it at home while I'm feeding her so that, like, I can be with her and also work. Um, but, yeah, I can't, like, stay... I mean, when you and I live together, I would stay at work till 530.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, my yeah. first couple of years teaching because you were home. And you could do I knew... Or I was Or you see. were at school. I was at school, yeah. I mean, but now I would be like, oh, I have a family that I, like, yeah, want Wanted, to see. Want to see.
1: Want <laughs> to see your children. Yeah. Laugh and... Bring joy to the world. Right.
0: <laughs> you know. Yeah. And then, you know, at 8 o'clock, I want to be in bed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so hopefully, Kelsey, you, you will feel free of that burden in your new job. I'm not going to know what to do with all the time. <laughs> well, we're, yeah. there's a game we've been playing that you need to play. Yeah. The, the home toby thing. Oh.
0: I was uh-huh. just thinking about that today, though. I was like, I feel like all my time is taken all the time. And I was like, what can I take off my plate? And I was like, if I could just do like half of my job. I would oh, have a lot of extra free time. Well, that
1: was, like, last year, I was doing the job of two people. hmm And this year, there's another person. So it's two people doing the job of two people.
0: What a novel and, idea. And I'm <laughs> like,
1: whoa. Like, I was like, oh, my God, my job is, like, way better, guys. Yes. <laughs> and I have it different because, like, I don't have, like, I, I set my own schedule and I'm not confined to a classroom, as well as in the uh, pre-K, um, the kids don't go to school on Fridays. So, we have Fridays for meetings, like, uh, you know, and stuff, but also for like writing all your stuff and doing your reports and billing and all that stuff. So, like, we have more time built in, which I know for pretty much every teacher and student work, that would be like phenomenal. Because even on the days when students are not there, they're not there because you guys have a work day to do professional learning or to do whatever, or to do progress reports, whatever. So, that's been like this year has been like great. (laughs) I'm like, wow. I'm what? I'm like, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not constantly like dying. Yeah. Like sometimes, but... Just sometimes. Just sometimes,
0: but not all the time. The workload, I think, is one of the things that people outside of education just can't fathom.
1: Because you only work nine months a year.
0: Right. It's like, well... <laughs> well, you do 12 months
1: worth of work in right. the nine months. Yes. Yeah. And often are working during that three months, at least
0: doing like curriculum or... Yeah. Or something. You know, you...
1: It's different work, but a lot of times you're still working. And there's,
0: there's, I think one of the things you talked about too, there, it's a multifaceted job. It's not, I get to go to work and punch out my to-do list and then go home. Yeah. It's, I go to work, I'm building relationships with students. So there's an emotional component of I'm getting to know these kids and my coworkers and supporting each other. And... Also have to do my to-do list of things, of and, grading yeah. and... And teach. And teaching. And so, I think that part, too, of, like, like my husband's an accountant. There's very little emotion involved in his job. There is because he enjoys it, which is rare for him. But but there doesn't have to... I mean, he can just go to work and do the things and come home. Right. Whereas He's not like, thinking about it. Right. Yeah. Whereas, like, well, no, I went to work and, like... Had to walk through with this kid again about how his pregnant girlfriend is going off the deep end again. And we had to go to through. So my whole prep was spent doing that. So not only did I not get my things done, there's an emotional burden of like, mm-hmm. I also yeah. played therapist today. Yep.
1: and I was wondering like how that like now that you've had your like stint, Kelsey, like <laughs> how is that like going to do you think will affect you moving forward as like the parent of children who will be attending school somewhere at some point? In their lives even if they're not there yet and you and, and your husband too who's seen this
0: oh
2: goodness yeah my children attending school is quite a few years in the future but I, I think it's made me way more sympathetic towards i hear of parents all the time it's just coming into the school angry because you know bobby's my sweet little bobby how is he failing he turned all his work in, and of course he did or what and it's like I'm definitely not going to be one of those parents. Like,
0: <laughs> yes. like the, I, he probably did, and the teacher probably just didn't get to grading it yet.
2: That or, <laughs> or he's hey, just lying. Yeah, that, my, my, my kid's a crap head. Like, <laughs> it's probably not the teacher. So, yeah, like, I think it's kind of opened my eyes a bit. Because, obviously, I've only been a student, and now being on the other side of it, is just so radically different. Yeah, it's just a, a bit more of an understanding of it all.
1: Has it affected your guys' views of, like, public education? Are you just like, oh, my God, I can't put my kids through this. <laughs> I know how bad it is. Or, you know, whatever. Adjective. Yeah, no, that's For interesting. stuff. wagging yeah, so, so much- hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so
2: so, so <laughs> Yeah, some of it I'm like, oh, my goodness. I don't want to put my kids into this. Like, when, when I see... Because I'm sure every school has the, oh my goodness, that teacher, they just don't care. They're waiting it out to retirement, Mm -hmm. whatever. Like they just honestly don't care about the students. And it's like something like that kind of scares me. But overall, it's like my husband and I both always said like our kids will be in public schools. We like, we loved our time in public schools. Like we weren't private school kids and... Just all of the opportunities and the different kinds of people you meet
0: mm-hmm.
2: like you get like all incomes all backgrounds like just all of it and we want to give our child children I guess children you have more than one yeah I have, I have two now we <laughs> want to give our children like all of those opportunities and so yeah so every now and then I'm like it's a little I'm a little scared of it <laughs> but then I'm like, but then I think of, like, all the teachers I work with who, like, care so much about the kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? There are far more of those kinds of teachers than there are the crappy ones that, like, scare you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So. What do you think, has your time in education, Christina, changed how you view?
1: Yeah. It's, it's sort of, I actually, it actually has made me more... Oh, well, so I went to a mix of public and private schools, um, and I ended up going to, like, graduating from a private high school, but it's, I, there, there was, I mean, there, it's everywhere, there's such a mix everywhere, and I think I have more of a view of, like, Being like for each, for however many kids that I'm looking at trying to put in the school, that like for each kid, there's different needs and different settings that might be good. Like, there's some kids where it's like the big, large public high school might be fine. For some kids, oh, maybe the tech, like chartery kind Mm -hmm. of school will be fine. But it's definitely. Like, especially because I'm in special education, I'm so aware of how this is the place to get those resources. Yeah. And even, and every private, there's no such thing as 100% private school because we also service the kids in the private schools. Right. It's still us. So I think it's maybe more open to the public schools as well. Um, and like, obviously I'm open to like, if a kid needs something different, but yeah, I think I'm I'm more open to it with the understanding of like, kind of like Kelsey said, is that there's always going to be those really like, There's always going to be crappy people Mm -hmm. and there's always going to be very challenging um, students and peers and things that you're like, wow, I, I maybe wish my kid hadn't heard that or seen that. Yeah. You know, but like overall, there's just so many more opportunities. Like at your school, Brittany, there's like, I went there for one year and it was like I was astounded at how much there is. Yeah. Like club wise, sports wise, classes wise. Say we like, have a
0: whole, like tech, three D printing, coding, space. Yeah. We have a whole um, garage. So there's an automotive, yeah. a bunch of auto- automotive classes, small engine repairs, stuff like right. that. All of the music and the theater stuff. Yeah. The Which clubs. Obviously, every
1: every public school does not have, unfortunately. No. However. Mm-hmm. Like, where we went to school, even though it was, you know, the private school, they still, at the time, only offered, I think, maybe six AP classes, six or seven. Right. And we took all the ones that we could. But a place, like, a public school usually can offer dozens. Yeah. Depend, obviously, depending on a lot of factors. But often, they're able to offer more and stuff. And, um, yeah, so it's, yeah. But also, too, it's like, we all know the the the, the dirty, you know, how the sausage is made, sausage is made too. So it's like, we're probably gonna be parents who can't we know some of the tricks and some of the things to say too like I think you have a you have a teacher who has a kid who was having a lot of issues in schools and she was like no I know what you're supposed to offer like yeah no 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 yeah I know how this works Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I think that's part of it too like I had a even before I graduated from a private school, did not want to be at the private school. No. <laughs> I was like, Mom, please homeschool me. Yes. Because um, my parents didn't want me to be in public school. I was like, don't make me, just make, let me stay home. Yep. Um, and virtual school was not really a thing then. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, the opportunities and stuff. But now working at a public school, I also do see, like, you have 24 hours to respond to email. And if you don't respond, I get to contact your supervisor. Mm-hmm. That's district policy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: and then an IEPs you're like, "Oh, I know I know yeah. exactly what I
0: can do." You can get a 504 plan for anything. I'll get a 504 plan. Watch yeah. me. Yeah. Um it's been interesting with my again, we have a baby, so none of this is coming up anytime soon for us. But with my family, my stepmom is in the school district and two of my brothers have 504 and IEP plans. Mm-hmm. And my stepmom cuz she's a speech therapist and does IEP meetings. Um, purposely doesn't sit... Well, she sits in on... But she doesn't lead on those. My dad that, doesn't. That's fair. So the non-educator purposely goes in. But my stepmom knows what's up and is like, hey, if our son's 504 plan says he gets to record the, re- the lecture or get a copy of the notes afterwards because he can't listen and write notes at the same time... Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> Legally, it's a binding document. Yep, yep. And so she'll, like, text him during the meeting and be like, say, you know, drop this phrase. And he's like... Ah. That's well, smart. you know his legal accommodation is. When they're like, <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Um,
1: so you're not going to be like that parent who's like storming the school and acting.
0: High no. Weight. No.
1: But you are going to be parents who know you're
0: right. But I know you have yeah. to respond in 24 hours. So if I wait 36, 48 hours, you better reply to me. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I and mean, on the flip side, I also know. That, like you said, kids make things up all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I the, I asked the teacher and they told me I couldn't take it again. No, the kid asked me if they could take it home. They <laughs> can't take a test home.
1: Do you know how long kids, like, developmentally lie? Right. Oh. It's to, like, it's, like, developmentally, it's to, like, third or fourth grade or something. Oh, yeah. Right. Don't quote me. And then after that, it's, like, that's just kind of puberty pushing the boundaries. And things. not even like, a lie, like.
0: The student would come in and be things. like, can I take the test home? No, you can't take the test home. It's a test. And then they go home and they're like, well, they said I couldn't take it. I said, you can't take it home. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've had to deal with one. I've received a single parent email and it, and it was very nice. It was literally, hey, my kid doesn't always tell the truth. <laughs> so bless bless them. we got to yeah. keep, yeah, it was like, we got to keep a close eye on them. So I'm just curious if they <laughs> actually so turned this assignment in that you said was missing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they turned it in, but it was late. I updated the grade. And they're like, cool, thank you so much. And I'm like, great.
0: Yeah. So there's that issue <laughs> of like, yeah, my kids will have to email their teachers. Right. right. And be like, hey, I think I turned this into you. Can you double check it and update my grade? And I'm going to teach them to email respectfully. Yes. And take responsibility for it. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm not going to email your bosses for you when you're an adult. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, but also when the teacher says, no, you didn't give it to me, then you better look in your backpack. Like, right. right. Let's go.
1: When it's even harder too now with like the virtual assignments, like you were saying, like the one, the incident with um, academic dishonesty, she was like, well, I turned like I turned in all these things. And you're like, no, I can literally Damn. See that, like you didn't do these things. Yeah, I can
2: see like if a, you opened it when you started it. Right. If you finished can, it when you last see this. worked so on like, it. In yeah. that
1: regard, that's a lot harder. Like my husband talks about, like there was like one time where he, like the teacher just assumed she had misplaced his book report, so just like it gave him like an A or something. She's like, oh yeah, because she lost things all the time. She's like, I probably lost it. It's fine. And now it's like you can't quite, no. can't quite get away with that as much. That's amazing.
0: Working in education is a treat in and of itself.
1: Well, it's like we were saying, like, it's one of those where anyone who has worked in, like, any kind of service or retail job says every human should have to work in one of those. Oh, yeah. To understand. Yeah. And not to be a complete pill every time you go somewhere. Yeah. (laughs) And that's, like, we were saying, like, honestly, every every person ideally, but at the very least every parent should have some kind of experience, Mm -hmm. like in the school and like seeing like all the stuff like all the stuff you have to do and all the meetings yeah. and all the stuff that
0: yeah and um, I think
1: is not known as well.
0: Yeah, like, you know, when we talk about like next steps about this topic, like yeah, everyone should go volunteer at a school and hang out in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Um but also I think one of the things that keeps coming up for me is our school board. Um, got so ridiculous over COVID and all that stuff. Yeah. And there were a lot of parents trying to run for school boards specifically because they were against public schools. Yes. So, and not to make this all political, but but when there's stuff like that, like, oh my gosh, even if if you're like, I don't need to go into school, I know our teachers are doing great and they're trying their best and that the right. system's messed up, then get involved. Yeah. Because as a teacher, that's, that's what scares me is that, there are people who don't care what teaching looks like. Right. Have no interest in learning what teaching right. is actually like. Right. And are trying to get in leadership positions and make decisions about my job. Yes. Um. Yes. Where like oh, yeah. So like if you can have an experience, you know, because I do. I think those the only way really to change people's minds is that they experiencing something different. But if right. they're gonna live isolated. In a bubble, they won't experience anything different. I mean, I, same with like my family. Like (laughs) teachers are asking for more money. It's me. I'm asking for more money. Hello. (laughs) Hi. I I gave birth to my daughter in my car, and the ambulance was a lot of money. Okay. I'm asking for more money. Like
1: your husband is very passionate about wage theft.
0: Oh yeah. Bless him.
2: And he got to see that firsthand with you of how many hours you gave. (laughs) Wait. Well, he he had a very base level understanding of it, like. Even before I was a teacher, substitute teacher, he was like, oh, no, teachers should get paid more. Yeah.
1: yeah, Oh, yeah. And he now, like, delivered. yeah,
2: definitely now that he has watched me <laughs> yeah. and just all of the time I've spent on mm-hmm. it and, like, emotionally, just everything, yeah. he's yeah. like, my goodness, teachers are not paid nearly like, enough. Like, it's, like, criminal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, look, you, you're at, you, like, I get paid for seven and a half hours a day. I'm at, <laughs> I'm at school for probably nine plus another three and hours. then yeah, yeah then I do four to five at home yeah and but I'm only paid for seven and a half right and so but if I only did seven and a half hours
0: worth of work <laughs> every day nothing would get done and
2: yeah. it would just be awful
0: yeah and that's the part of it too is like if I only did seven hour seven and a half hours worth work a day I wouldn't be ready for the next day right like my husband would be like does that have to get done and I'm like it Does or I have nothing right? That's to the thing do you, tomorrow. Yeah, you
1: have to, yeah, <laughs> like,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. and he's and, like,
1: eh, that's and okay, school. And like, we've said, and anyone who listens to this podcast knows like a thousand times, is like, school is not just school, like, yeah. you're not just teaching. If your job was literally just teaching a lesson and maybe grading, that's one thing, but teaching is like. 80 different jobs right yeah. <laughs> and skill sets right. and like like the a school is like is it's a place in the community that like serves kids needs so much more than like teaching them to read and do math right like it's like it's feeding them it's doing social emotional it's teaching them college readiness career readiness it's up for a lot of kids, it's one place where they're safe, right. for another yeah. they see their friends, they're socializing, they're working, they're playing, they're learning, and it's like if you want people there to facilitate all of that and, like, be high quality and not, like, losing their minds well
0: <laughs> you
1: mm-hmm. you you have to like you have to put something out like mm-hmm. people are like oh the public schools suck it's like mm-hmm. invest in them like yeah yeah and it, it you're taking away money is gonna make them
0: suck more oh right. yeah. but
1: like invest in your well, school like you said community.
0: were like you know talk in our district they're talking about oh, what's the word right right sizing right sizing we're Right-sizing. gonna be closing schools yeah because we don't have enough students Yeah. And we're going to be combining programs. Right. Um, And then they're talking about increasing. um, Is it waivers? Not waivers. Where you get like a permission slip to go to a private school. Oh, well, like school choice or something.
1: It's not it. uh, I don't remember what their term for it is. Anyway, something like that. So, yeah, a waiver. A lot
0: of people are talking about, you know, more private schools, more charter schools. um, So parents can choose where to go. But like you said, that's fine. Right. Except parents get choice. Like, the special education <laughs> services yeah. are still paid for with federal tax dollars. Yep,
1: yep. We so service like, every private school. Uh, we have, and then if you're in the pre-K, uh, we are currently servicing 18 different daycare programs for the three and four-year-olds in
0: the city. Yeah, <laughs> even if you think you're not investing right. in the public school system, like, oh, my kids are in private school. Right. There's public school employees coming there right. to service students. right so yes please invest right. in the like, right they're yeah. still and servicing even, your school yeah. and even
1: though you're saying like oh i pay my taxes you know like that's you know that's enough and it's like i mean but but in like actually see what you're doing as well as like you were saying and in, actually invest time wise yes emotions wise service wise yes in your schools because there's a lot of kids that like this is this is what they have like this is there's this is them I'm
0: like yeah. this is what they do even <laughs> silly stuff like I post my Amazon wish list. Yeah. And I do every couple months. My kids, for some whatever reason, don't eat school lunch. They it's gross. School. Fine. We <laughs> offer free breakfast, free lunch. Breakfast is a Pop-Tart and an apple. Lunch is nachos with greasy ass mm-hmm. meat and some greasy cheese. hmm I don't blame them. Right. Oh, yeah. I'm asking for protein bars.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: $9 a box on Amazon Prime Day. Mm-hmm even that kind of small investment invest in just my classroom right the teachers that you know every time you see an amazon wish list buy a couple things it costs you know 15 bucks when i tell you my kids are so hey i'm so hungry do you have anything one kid was like i do not feel good and i was like here you can have my string cheese out of my lunch even just that investment makes such a difference Mm -hmm. um you know and if you can invest more consistently sponsor a classroom if, right. know, tell a teacher i'll venmo you 50 bucks every month buy whatever you need and, yeah. that makes such a difference if you know that federal funding is not enough mm-hmm. and you know teachers aren't being compensated enough do something about it
1: right right even if it's like even if it's like the, the class that your kid is in or your neighbor's kid or your right. friend is a teacher like you right. said like putting something out there yeah. of like public schools suck okay
0: <laughs> something
1: do something like you can't change the whole system, but you can do stuff.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for joining me. We all have to get to our dinner. We, um, do. Yeah. we do. We do. I always appreciate the time. Um, I always appreciate talking to you guys and your time and mm-hmm. doing this. Um, the Reimagine Teaching Podcast is on all podcast streaming platforms. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. We post occasionally. Because my type B ADHD ass can only handle five things at once, and we're currently operating at a dozen. But you can follow us there, kind of just there, listen to previous episodes. Um, Otherwise, we'll be back in a couple weeks with another new episode. Thanks!